Earnings out for the airlines uh, Thursday, and some of the most anticipated numbers, I think, because it's such a great gauge of how we're doing in the economy and whether when we're going to get back to normal. Some certainly encouraging signs from Dallas-based Southwest Airlines. Gary Kelly is the chairman and CEO, at least for the time being, of Southwest Airlines, and he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. All right, David. Always great to be with you. Well, you're going to be chairman for a long time, but, but that's right. But not CEO. That's right. So, so tell me about it. So, I heard you. I guess, or maybe I saw a comment that you had made that maybe we will look back on the second quarter as the turning point, the pivot. Well, I don't think there's any question that it's um, a, a huge, huge, um, pivotal, pivotal, pivotal point, and. You know, you just look at the gross revenues, they were almost double second quarter what they were in the first quarter. So go back to March and uh, spring break and the vaccination counts were rising. The COVID case counts were declining and it really spurred uh, travel interest and travel demand. And bookings began to uh, finally show some signs of life. And you then get to June and it's just a a blockbuster month, you know, so um, we were profitable in the month of June. We were uh, profitable, including the uh, government payroll assistance in the quarter. But uh, yeah, I I agree with you. I think it was very encouraging. And uh, it's it's obvious that people want to get out there and travel. If you look forward to the third quarter, our capacity is going to be in line with what it was pre-pandemic for a third quarter. Uh, And we're expecting the revenue performance to be better yet again. So, uh, yeah, we're feeling a lot better. And now we're, uh, you know, we're just managing through higher uh, uh, customer volumes, um, which is a high quality problem to have. But, uh, you know, we need to smooth out the operation a little bit here. But all things considered, I'm very happy. Not satisfied with the operation, but all all around, very happy. But I mean, you you got a I don't know how you play. It's like a church planning, you know, just for the Easter Sunday services. <laughs> how much capacity do you have out there, and how long does it last? And that's the real question right now. Is this sustainable? Do you see this? I mean, you're you're ramping up. You're calling back all the employees who took voluntary leaves and everything else, and you're taking delivery, I guess, of all the airplanes you are. So you you think this turn is going to stay around? Well, the the thing that I'm excited about, David, is that we're prepared and we can manage through this. If things don't turn out to be as rosy as we as we hope they will we're prepared and we can manage and likewise if things continue to either stay at these levels or get better uh, we, we can we can manage through that as well but right now our bookings uh, look very strong and uh, again July will be better than June and the implication is that August September will continue on those trends if in fact, you know, the Delta variant, as an example, uh, begins to negatively impact travel. No signs of that right now, by the way. But if it does, uh, we'll adjust. So I think we're in good shape either way. When you go and going forward, uh, do you think you'll keep all the destinations you've added? Because you you pivoted quicker than anybody else I've seen and started adding all these all the mountains and the beaches and the Hawaii's and everything else where people who'd been pit up for a year wanted to go. But when it gets back to normal, you got to get some business travel. What happens to all the leisure destinations? 
they're going to stay. Uh, so there's absolutely no plans to discontinue service to any existing Southwest service point. Uh, and we went into this uh, with that uh, goal in mind. So we were very pleased with the, uh, the performance that we've seen so far. The airplanes, and we, you know, we'll, we, we've got a number of airplanes uh, scheduled for delivery in 2022, and those will be used to restore flights to our pre-COVID route network where we made cuts. Um, I mean, you know, just Texas classics like uh, Dallas, Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, Dallas, Austin. Uh, so we'll be wanting uh, to uh, uh, add flights there. And those are largely business markets. And so that should coincide with a continuing rebound of business travel as well. Do you see any signs of a rebound in business travel right now? We do. I think they're modest. And I, I expected that if, if you go back in history, and look at business travel recoveries after a recession. It's very gradual. It takes years to get back uh, where travel is expanding once again, and that's my expectation here. But it's it's down probably sixty uh, to seventy percent. Wow! Uh, by our measure, uh, you know, it was sixty nine percent, which is not a, a perfect proxy for it, but it's down a lot compared to. Uh, uh, June, let's say, of 2019. And I think that that, you know, by the time we get to uh, September, maybe it's down 40 or 50 percent. So, yeah, we're seeing gradual recovery and it's down 69 percent is a lot better than where we were in January when it was down 90 percent. You know, so, yeah, we're continuing to see improvements but not nearly as a dramatic uh, increase as what we're seeing on the consumer side. You know, everybody I talk to has got some supply chain problems. I don't know how it manifests itself with you. People, I guess, come to think of it. I mean, if you're ramping back up, you can't just sort of say, okay, you know, show up for work Monday. There's got to be a lot of retraining. And and in some cases, I would guess you've lost people that have gone off to retirement or gone off to other industries. You're going to have to do some training, aren't you? That, that, that is all true. And, of course, we have factored all of that in with our future schedule commitments. So, uh, our you know, our folks have done a marvelous job of anticipating all of that. I think what um, what is difficult to anticipate is weather. Uh, it's difficult to anticipate how the network performs because it is very different than it, than it was two years ago. Um, and, and it's also what I think we've been a little surprised with is with this heavy orientation towards consumers, there's just more bags per passenger. There's more connections. There's more connecting bags, and all of that is more work. So your turnaround uh, time us. becomes longer then? It, it, the, the, the time on the ground is stressed in a handful of locations, not everywhere, but especially our large cities. So, yeah, I think there's there's things like that that we'll need to uh, work our way through, and uh, obviously our folks are expert at, at, at doing all of those things. But I think what for, going from here, though, David, you know, we'll have all of our folks recalled from uh, voluntary leaves here in the third quarter, or at least the vast majority. But now to continue to grow the airline, we're going to need to hire people. And I'm nervous about that. You know, the pace that we'll be able to hire, and that'll be probably the gating factor on how many flights we add schedule by schedule as we get into 2022. So we'll do, you know, we'll be conservative and 
if we hit our employment targets, then uh, we'll add the flights in later. But uh, yeah, it's yeah. You, you're you're spot on. The supply chain is messy. It's if you go to airports, you don't see all the concessions open and long lines for people to get something to eat. And uh, we have fuel supply constraints from time to time in certain locations because of the supply supply chain disruptions. And yeah, it's uh, just messy. You know, it's messy going into the pandemic, and it's definitely messy coming out. So, have you got enough to say graze over right now? Any more new routes coming in? Is as the equipment comes back, or do you go back in and fill in capacity that you had, had curtailed? I think that we've hit on the things that are really, uh, you know, occupying our, our attention. And we're very focused on smoothing out the operation, making sure that we take good care of our customers, making sure that we uh, have a very high-quality work uh, life for our employees. And then we need to restore our flight activity and our existing network especially in our business markets as time goes by so that will be our focus and we'll be adding airplanes uh if the if the if we don't want the flight activity to increase we'll simply retire older aircraft and that will be um you know accretive for our earnings uh, with with having new technology that's much more fuel efficient so uh we're we're very well prepared to manage and um we just need to make some good judgments here and read the tea leaves as best we can The international growth has really been intriguing. I mean, through the yeah. uh, Caribbean and, and, and into Mexico, you see that continuing to grow? I, I do, uh, although, uh, again, I, I think our focus in the near term will be less on adding new destinations and even new city pairs, and it'll be more on uh, uh, adding frequencies to existing city pair markets. So I think what you got, right now with international service is probably what you're going to see for the time being but it's performing well uh, the operation is performing well internationally our hawaii service uh is doing well so we're excited about that and uh so the big push to add destinations is probably behind us for a while and now it's just back to the the more boring uh <laughs> let's just add depth to our existing so, so you're telling me i can't get on one of your 737 maxes in, in boston and get off in dublin anytime soon not anytime soon but stay tuned on that lab <laughs> you never know gary kelly's chairman and ceo of southwest airlines has been through two of the most trying years i could possibly imagine from being a ceo we appreciate the time thank you sir We appreciate you, David. Thanks so much. Thanks for more of our conversation with us. Kelly, go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.